Hi there, and welcome to episode 51 of the ADHD Adults Podcast. The first of a double fister to finish off a... First of a double fister to head to finish. See, I've lost my fucking track now, Alex. Thank you. To finish off ADHD Awareness Month 2022. I'm James Brown, and not as usual, I'm joined not only by the man with the head like a vinyl record of the Chuckle Brothers' greatest hits, Dr. Alex Connor, but also possibly the most ADHD person ever, the love of my life, it says here. Mrs. ADHD. Uh, we'll start by saying, hi, Alex. Oh. Servus, mein Herr. <laughs> so I can't deal with, I just can't deal with both of you. I mean, there's Alex with, what What was that, sorry? Servus. Servus, yeah. And Common then, greeting in Bavaria yeah, and Czech yeah, Republic. Okay. Uh, Sam, Sam, how are you? I mean, I know so I fucking hey. live with you. Hey. Um, I'm all right, you know, not too bad. <laughs> Could have done with a bit more sleep, but you know, it's fine. Okay, uh, Alex, how are you? Excellent, thank you. Hello, both. We've hit a milestone of ridiculous numbers of lists down nine downloads in total of all our podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> about 18, about 18 listens. I haven't checked the real numbers, but we've been sent a letter from one of the 18. Nope, nope, nope. nope. <laughs> That's right, James. It's uh, from a uh, Robert from Kidderminster. It says, Dear team, can you ask James to stop visiting me in hospital, please? He's really annoying. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Robert. Hospital is bad enough, but having James there all day, that, it gives me chills. It really does. <laughs> Can't imagine how much his pres- presence makes things less difficult for you. I've been I've been sent a real letter, James. You haven't. No, oh, maybe you have, actually. I don't know. Yeah, no, I have. Uh, it's from Michael. It says, brilliant. Thanks for all you do. Very new to all this. A certain age in my 40s and just diagnosed a few months ago. Your podcasts are a great source of info for me. Also, pleased you have made the ability to, to donate easier to find on the website. I looked before and couldn't find it. I just set up a small DD. Don't know what oh, that means. I still direct, think deb- make- direct debit your penis. <laughs> really. I still think you can make donating easier to find by putting a big tile on the home screen with other topics, making more reference to it in the podcast. I know it's not easy raising money for charities. We really appreciate that. Good point, Michael. And in no way why I read out that specific letter. <laughs> I feel targeted considering I do the website here, to be honest. And everything um, else. <laughs> but I'll <laughs> but I'll, I'll make I'll make sure that um there is a bigger a bigger button. As big as Alex's head possibly, although you need a really big screen mm, for that. Yeah. We're also super international. We've hit 129 countries. We think the new one is Senegal. <laughs> you say that, Alex. It almost yeah. it, it's it's almost as if our numbers are, are, are growing higher. But you're milking this every week to add one country. It's almost as if that this is faking somehow, Al. And it's not just one extra country every every podcast. That's what it seems like to me. James, shut up. <laughs> we are of course bewildered and grateful to all of our listeners so this week we'd like to oh dear we'd like <laughs> <laughs> we'd like to say a big Natangindef and Merbe to to many of our Senegalese Volof speakers that, that might come back uh, to haunt yeah you. I th- as well I think it's going to come back to haunt you know, it's probably haunting our one listener in Senegal anyway we've now lost so as usual, this cover version of Bohemian Rhapsody sung by a pod of manatees from Wolverhampton of a podcast is is normally, actually, tragedy in three parts, where we choose a theme, 
and last time we talked about emotional uh, regulation and ADHD, but we're, we're sort of throwing away the usual structures to focus on myth busting. As some of the myths around ADHD is persistent on the, the stones that Mrs. ADHD has to wash out of my working underpants on a weekly basis. So, Alex, do you want to fire away with myth one? Can't, can't I do some psychoeducation? Fuck's sake. Go on then. I mean, it's 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 literally the only thing you do that adds value to this podcast. So I suppose you can. Thank you. Okay, so it, feel, it fe- might feel like we've cobbled together a podcast about funny ADHD myths because... Because James is being a big baby and staying in the hospital all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I ran that joke by James earlier. ADHD myths are a serious issue. We've talked before about how damaging either external or internal stigma can, can be, both for our own well-being and, and to get treatment in society supported by everyone. One of the reasons we feel stigma is that there are many incorrect, sometimes offensive, but seemingly always persistent myths which circulate about ADHD. These can lead to those around us, those who teach us, even those who provide healthcare for us, adding to that stigma by believing, regurgitating utter bollocks about ADHD. Am I not even allowed to speak? Why am I even here? Uh, You're here because of peer pressure from listeners. (laughs) Fuck me. Did Did you just shush me? <laughs> Sorry, I'm a, I'm this is a, something I do to myself all the time to keep my inner voices quiet. But sometimes a, James thinks I'm doing it to him and it really pisses him off. So I do it all the time. Shh. I, I am a grown man. <laughs> I will not be shushed. Fucking <laughs> <Okay>, hell. <laughs> Sorry, carry on. Yeah. Anyway, you're here because of peer pressure from listeners. Nothing to do with any of your ability <laughs> because you're just fucking annoying um i know right but you, you may as well introduce the first myth while i try and calm down you're just in the next room by the way i will come in and kick you in the spine if you carry on shushing me um but yes can I introduce the first myth Mrs. ADHD. okay first myth is adhd isn't real alex yeah okay, that's the one isn't it adhd isn't real it comes from loads of places uh loads of thoughts because it you know it there isn't a biological test for it, but that's true of most mental health disorders. The symptoms of ADHD can, even to me, even to us, look like character flaws or or disinterest or lack of interest. It might be true that ADHD is, in fact, several different things, and we haven't separated them properly yet, but that doesn't mean that they're not real. Uh, but, and, and that's a massive but, James... <laughs> If you look at at brain scan data, the average brain scan data, not all of us, but the average, as is 5% smaller, and it doesn't work the same way. It's essentially a shitter. It's a shitter brain. We've we've some very clear shared traits and shared symptoms. You can see how often people tell us that they they feel less alone because of the community we've built up. They were on their own, and and we share these things, and they're not. I, I would love ADHD not to be real. But it's heritable. It's associated with learning difficulties, school dropout, underachievement at work, frequent job changes, chronic fatigue, financial problems, gambling, uh, internet addiction. God, this is a long list of superpowers, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> uh, accidents at home and in traffic, increased mortality rates often because of those things, relationship difficulties, intimate partner violence, uh, early onset of addiction, uh, double smoking rate, decreased but, life expectancy. But on the other hand, we're fucking bubbly, apparently. <laughs> it's, it's, Great it's, sense it's, of humour. <laughs> Again, I don't know why I'm here. I could go and do some actual work. <laughs> Yeah. Um, Next up. Or not. <laughs> well, let, let's just let's just expand this a little bit further. First of all, two. You said <laughs> I don't think you read the script properly, but it sounded like you said we smoked two cigarettes at the same time rather than yeah, one. Yeah, one in each corner. Double. That's cool. <laughs> Is right? that yeah, super cool? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah, let's look at this in a bit further detail. The thing that really fucks me off about this is that the same um, accusation isn't applied to other psychiatric or neurodivergent disorders so the fact that there isn't a blood test to identify adhd okay but there may never be one there may never be one but nobody very few people say depression isn't real or schizophrenia isn't real or autistic spectrum disorders aren't real but it seems to be this thing that's almost unique about adhd that because there isn't this definitive oh yes your blood levels above 12 you've got adhd that people tend to think oh yeah it's not real but they don't apply that to other other conditions there's, there's not there's not a fit of fairness in that um comparison no and it was the first psychiatric condition that did have a measurable difference in in neurotransmitters and, and things i remember when i was young they did people did say depression wasn't real and, and there was a good mm. community that 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 sort of got over that a bit i still think that it's there but with adhd it's miles more and that's why we're here right that's what we do definitely was, was that... if you just go to the the doctors to say you've got depression they just give you loads of drugs cheap cheap ones yeah. <laughs> um was that when you were young some kind of feudal society al you know where you, <laughs> God, you went wish. out and <laughs> wish. <laughs> imagine al yeah yeah Okay, well, I think we've 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 covered that. Um, we have. Shall we hear well, from Sam? Yeah. I think Mrs. ADHD's got a myth uh, for us, James. Hey, ADHD <laughs> is just a disorder of naughty boys, apparently. <laughs> However, hi. I don't know if you've met me, but um, I'm a woman, <laughs> <laughs> and I've I, got I mean, ADHD. Yeah, I mean, I I would argue against the fact that you're a woman. There's, I am I mean, quite manly. Yeah, I mean, uh, people that don't know Mrs. ADH, she's also known as Klaus because she has the face of a German man. So yeah, you might not, you, you might not be the best example of females having ADH. The worst of both, actually. Mm. Worst of both. <laughs> but 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 continue, please. Oh, thanks. Um, yeah. As as many as nine times as many boys and girls are diagnosed with ADHD. What? As uh, boys as girls. <laughs> I didn't read that right, did I? No, you, no, you, you didn't. You didn't. And again, the level of professionality seems to have dipped to a new low on this podcast. Okay, I'm going to actually read it now. As much as nine <laughs> times as many boys as girls are diagnosed with ADHD. Very Why? true. Why? Girls tend to internalise their symptoms. Basically, we're better and more resilient <laughs> and we can just get on with it and hide stuff. Whereas boys, they tend, I'm sorry, sorry. boys I'm tend sorry. to act out sorry. and get noticed. Oh, look at me. I'm naughty. Give me some so, drugs. So, so, so you think it's better to hide stuff? <laughs> oh, girls, girls are better. We just, we just hide everything. That's much yeah. better than actually, you know, getting diagnosed at a younger age. It's just less showy, isn't it? 
Oh yeah, it's definitely it's, de <laughs> it's definitely that, isn't it? Yeah, but that, that is that is true. Yeah. However, there are much closer diagnostic diagnostic rates in adults. I can't read today. Almost one to one. But the diagnostic tests were developed in boys, so there's an immediate bias there, and it, you know our symptoms can yeah. be very different. James, yeah. what are you going to bore us with? Um, well, we're going to carry on talking about this for a bit. Um, I'm not sure if you remember the, the plan. It's that we've got some key points for the myths, and then we'll kind of dig into them a little bit deeper. Um, for anybody that, that's not listened to the podcast before, it's not literally all scripted and read out by um, you know poorly trained chimpanzees. Um, some elements of it are actually, you know, kind of off the hoof. Um... Just bullet points, Sam. Why did you read it out? <laughs> <laughs> this is, yeah. I didn't even know you had a script. And James, as well, he had to do everything for me this morning and has put it up. So I just presumed <laughs> I just had to read it. I didn't really know what was going on. Yeah. Um, but yeah, let's talk about how, how great women are compared yeah. to men. We can carry on with that. Because we are we, so much better. Yeah, we can. So... The the first couple of facts, other than you being a woman, you've said were correct, that the diagnosis rates are much higher in, in children, in males and in females. And it is because normally boys are more hyperactive and, and generally than, than young females. But also, as you said, that internalisation, that's often the shit that comes with ADHD. So it tends to be more anxiety symptoms rather than behavioural symptoms. And equally, the education system is you know like other sectors set up to look for boys with adhd it's not necessarily looking for girls with adhd and Alex. also well, oh sorry <laughs> just to, just to add the science that gender rates are similar of diagnosis in adult men and women yeah and, and yeah. there's some evidence that the hyperactivity traits are decreased and yeah. that's why we don't know if the hyperactivity decrease in girls is biological or cultural don't know See, we... I might have said this before. Oh, sorry. I might have said no, this no. before. But as a when I was in nursery as a child, I I wasn't allowed to be like a naughty boy because I was a girl. And um they they Thanks used for to that, beat Sam. me. No, <laughs> they used Fucking they used to, me. They used to beat me all the time. So I, I learned to internalize that because I wasn't allowed to be hyperactive and loud. I had to what? We used to be <laughs> you at nursery. Yes, I went to a Catholic nursery. Oh, it was stoked. And the it? nuns beat me. Yeah. They had like thrones on a plinth and they used to gather all the kids around, take my pants down and smack me in front of all the kids. So I soon learned to internalise all that and I became a daydreamer, which I also got beat for. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I would just like to bring us back to the fact that Alex didn't notice that when Sam read out her bit of the script that she said um, that the diagnostic levels are much closer in adults because Alex then added, actually, the diagnostic levels are pretty similar in adults. So well done for not listening. No, you, of course you weren't. Well done for, for, for just proving you've got ADHD uh, there, Alex. The, the diagnostic test in boys bit's interesting as well because it, it's not just boys. It's largely white boys, again, that when these when the test, the questions that you have to answer were set up, it was largely in, in white boys. So, again, there's that lack of inclusivity in the diagnostic process, which hopefully will change. Yeah, and the maybe there's some cultural implications there in, you know, how the families are organised and what's expected of you. Yeah, yeah I mean, cl maybe. clearly... I mean, I mean, you. One of the reasons I think it took you a little while to to accept that you might be ADHD is you grew up in a household where ADHD was the norm. Would it be fair to say yeah. that? 
yeah absolutely yeah. yeah looking back now I realized that yeah so yeah. I thought I, and in fact I didn't just think I was normal I was like super normal compared to the rest of my family it's <laughs> <laughs> the only normal one I mean just for anybody that's obviously engaged with Mrs ADHD or watched some of Ariel just imagine that for a second Sam being the normal one to look right. after everybody i was the only capable one it is right should we move on to the next one yeah nah yeah i mean fuck the script now it's obviously sam already, already introduced me before we started carrying on talking about the second <laughs> oh yeah year, sorry so... james <laughs> oh jesus christ <laughs> go on I'll just, yeah i'll just right so the next myth the third myth is that adhd is trendy bandwagon um this is something that you hear quite a lot particularly from those again same people that probably say that adhd isn't real and i kind of get this one a little bit more so I, I do understand that um because all of a sudden after years of not being on anyone's radar adhd in adults is you know on tiktok it's in newspapers you've got celebrities coming out and saying i've been diagnosed with adhd and all of a sudden it's gone from nobody knows about it to oh it's everywhere so it's easy to understand that some people might think, well, it didn't exist a few years ago. Of course, it's a trendy bandwagon. But, you know, it's it's not it's not a new disorder. We've talked about this before. It was first described um, in a German textbook in 1775, a medical textbook by a guy called Adam Weichard. Weichard, Alex, you'll know. It's really good. Infinite, yeah, annoyingly actually. good. Infinite, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, who wrote the first textbook? Kind of description of, of a disorder with the hallmarks of ADHD. So if it is a bandwagon, as I've said before, it's the longest, shittest bandwagon ever. It's been going for over 250 years, and effectively, you come out of it, as Alex has said in the past, with the potential to have some really weak speed to take every day. You can't that, even that, notice. <laughs> ex ex exactly. That's what you get. And equally, and this is also important, what's added to this a little bit, is we've just been through and are arguably still going through a pandemic and mm. the lockdowns that occurred during that pandemic and the pressure that that put on people's mental health and neurodivergence is a big driver of the increase in people seeking assessment because people having to stay in the same house with the same person every day i can fucking speak from personal experience <laughs> really really affects your mental health and your ability to hide all of the things which for years you may have masked or not noticed. But, and this is important, equally, ADHD-like symptoms increased in some people during the pandemic. So there are some people who obviously clearly have had ADHD all their life who've suddenly realised and sought a diagnosis. But on top of that, there, there are other people who probably don't have ADHD, but lockdown induced, if you like, ADHD symptoms. So it, it's this tidal wave of people suddenly thinking, I've got ADHD that's led probably to to this idea that it's a bandwagon, it's trendy, yeah, get that diagnosis, you know, which is, it's just, I mean, what the fuck do you gain with being labelled ADHD? Arguably, if you use it to get protected at work, you get protection at work, but, you know, what do you gain? What's what's trendy about all the stuff that Alex mentioned before about smoking two fags about, at once? Yeah, but menopause, though, because that's trendy at the minute. So people think you only want to get, yeah, it's really trendy at the minute. Oh, God, all the women are doing it. <laughs> They're all going on HRT. Well, if they can. Well, yeah, yeah. It takes a couple yeah. of years. 
Yeah. Alex uh, or Mrs. ADHD, any more thoughts on it being a trendy bandwagon? I, th- I think a lot of people that are that are in the public eye as well often choose those comedians, for example. There there's yeah. seems to be lots of them. And I mean, think of the job they do. Maybe it's not that surprising that that some of the less traditional careers attract people with our I traits. I think as well, just because, you know, everybody has some traits sometimes. Yeah, yeah. And they probably, yeah. so they'll, they'll, they'll watch videos on TikTok and think, oh, that's me, I do that. But they don't realise that it's fucking constant. <laughs> you can't <laughs> leave the house. And even if you do, you've got to come back because you've forgotten stuff. And it's just constant. It's constant. But it's easy, I think, for people to look at that and think, well, I do that. So what, have I got ADHD then? Which I hear all the time. <laughs> Well, I do they do, I, do, but I, I also ADHD. think a lot of people with ADHD think that they should be resilient and deal with it, and yeah, true, you know right. they, they don't realise how bad it is for them because we haven't got anything to compare it to, have we? we you don't no, and actually, so I I just recently started meds, and the other day, so I've gone up a dose, and the other day, <laughs> I was actually shushing myself on the toilet, <laughs> and I realised when I shushed myself, for the, I was trying to think of one thing, but all of my my minds. Mind's all of the me's inside my mind <laughs> were, were shouting about stuff so I just went shh and my mind quietened down I've forgotten what the point of this was <laughs> had, had you also forgotten that we're recording a podcast <laughs> there was a point there was a point meant, well the, I can't the, the, remember the what it was yeah That's anyway it, it yeah. quietened down for the first time it must have been something to do with the fact that I thought Oh my god, is this what other people are like? Yeah. Like they can quiet the yeah. mind down and think about one thing if they want to. And I actually cried. Oh. Was it your funny cry that makes me laugh? No, it was like a, a sad, lonely cry. I'm Just actually, I felt you. really I felt really compassionate for myself because I thought, no fucking wonder you struggled all your life because nobody else has to put up with this shit. Ow. What were you doing? We're having a shit. <laughs> Do you know, I can't remember. I doubt it because I was at work and I don't do that at work. Can I just I can't. do the next myth now, <laughs> Yes, you can. Yes, you can. You can. So in the in the script, obviously, it is entirely outlived. It said that there, that wasn't so bad. Um, I think it was actually quite, quite bad. The next one would definitely be bad because Alex is delivering it. So, Alex, what's our next myth? So the, the myth you hear all the time is, oh, you can't have ADHD. You've got a good job or you've held on job or so on. Oh, this one pisses me off. This is the phrase, James, I say all the time. We are not all the same. There are plenty of high functioning adults with ADHD. They may not present with a typical pattern of functional impairments in their daily life, but they, they, they've got functional impairments. Also, we mask the shit out of this. And, and loads of people do. They're, they're, this is called adaptive or compensatory skills. And they can be used. And sometimes that's at the expense of chronic mental health. But these masking skills c- can be used to mask some of the more overt behavioral problems related to ADHD. James, Sam, both of you. Uh, so the studies have shown that on average, adults with ADHD are, are more likely to be unemployed or underemployed. It doesn't mean we all are. It's on average. It's less likely. And, and adults with ADHD might succeed professionally, 
despite significant symptoms of inattention, executive dysfunction. So they do so by appropriately using effortful strategies of compensation. We would call these coping strategies as opposed to, you know, masking, I guess. And and maybe the last thing we should point out is blooming psychiatrists have (laughs) Exactly. Right, that's Any thoughts on that, young James and Sam's? Oh, yeah. I, yeah, just think, oh, yeah. I, th- no, I think just sometimes no, just crack on. Crack people on, who are crack on. all right then. Um, people who are success, people who are successful with ADHD, other people look at that and think, oh, they're successful because of their ADHD. It's a yes. superpower. But you power? It's a superpower. <laughs> but you're successful <laughs> despite your ADHD. Imagine how successful they'd be if they didn't fucking have ADHD. Yes. And and I think that's brilliant. So Rory Bremner often talks about how it's his mm. it's his creativity. I think he's doing himself a disservice here. He's mm. really, really talented. And he has ADHD. I don't think yeah. it's the ADHD. I think it's his winning personality and ability. Well, and not that I'm people... going to tell him how to feel about his disorder, obviously. But Yeah, because mm. for some people it is a superpower. I've got yeah, a, yeah, a friend absolutely. that it, it, she doesn't have any negativity things at all it's all absolutely brilliant for her but that's not my experience like you say we're all completely different aren't we and we shouldn't think oh because it's my experience is this then everybody's the same narcissistic alex (laughs) (laughs) that 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 for me is the key point and that's why we have on our social media channels and uh on the podcast kind of shied away a bit from talking about strength and superpowers because if you look at the evidence that there is some evidence, you know, there are some some strengths, but a lot of it's flimsy. And it's it's so important for people not to say ADHD is and, and put that out there. Because yeah. yeah, ADHD might be that for you. It might be, you know, for most of us, there are lots of shared experiences. Yes, we've got poor working memory and we're hyperactive and we can get paralysis. Those things are largely shared. But when you start to talk about how you know, you know, you, you're such a creative thinker because you've got ADHD. You, you might be, but when you start to talk about actually, you know, the reason I've been so successful is my ADHD. But all you do is diminish all those people who haven't got a successful career, aren't in a relationship, are living in, you know, poor accommodation, are underemployed or unemployed, and for them, they'll look at you and think, well, where are my superpowers? Why haven't I got, you know, a good job? So if you if you do have if you're lucky enough to have a job which you can get reward from and hyper-focus and work hard and be externally successful and internally happy and successful, fucking good on you. But if you're if you're working in office, you know, nine to five, having to look at the same computer screen, he says looking at Sam, you know, that can be, <laughs> when you're, particularly when you're un, unmedicated and undiagnosed, that can be torture. Yeah, it did. And I used to listen to people saying that it was a superpower and think, got some even shitter than i thought it was then because i've got That's this fucking exactly. superpower and i i can't fucking function day to day i go to work without a skirt on you know that's not a fucking superpower is it yeah it's for me kind of... because you know i'm now not banned <laughs> from wear a skirt, yeah, <laughs> yeah we, we've kind of we've, we've, we've i think we've added an extra myth there we've gone from good Sorry. jobs to superpowers but i think no yeah, i yeah. mean it did it actually but, but it's a really good point actually that alex made that we're not all the same that there is a range of functionality within the spectrum of ADHD that some people are going to be externally successful and some people will genuinely see their ADHD as a super bad. If you're one of those people, that's absolutely fine. But all I would ask is 
don't kind of shout around that ADHD is a superpower. Maybe say that your ADHD feels like a superpower. You look great. Think of the people. Alex. Oh, God, sorry. I'm <laughs> so sorry. I'm ignoring, I'm, I'm ignoring you because it's important. This It's fundamental that if you do think that your, your ADHD is a superpower, check your fucking privilege. Just make mm. sure that you haven't got a PA or a butler or some shit, that someone's not doing the bits that most people have to do for themselves or that you didn't grow up in an environment where you were safe or wealthy. Just just check that. It pisses me off. Thanks, Sam. That's very kind of you to say so. <laughs> right, let's get over to James for the very last myth of this episode and to bring the level of discussion bound to, down to what I call <laughs> James's sewer. What have you got for us? Uh, thanks, Al. It's it's kind of related to the the last one about having a good job, and that's you can't have you can't be well educated or have a good education if you have ADHD. We hear this anecdotally quite a lot when people contact us saying that you know my GP said, well, you know you've got a good job, you can't have ADHD, and it, and it it seems that even in healthcare professionals that myth is quite persistent that you must be a failure if you've got ADHD, that you can't have achieved external success if you've got ADHD, which is, again, it's utter bollocks. And it comes back to that idea that we are not all the same. There's this range of functionalities. And if you try and lump us all into this big kind of homogenous group of people and say, well, you're all going to be unsuccessful, you're all going to be you know, unhappy, you're all going to be exactly the same, it's, ju it's just not true. And we know from people we... We have coached people we engage in the charity. There are lots of people who, you know, have degrees and, and PhDs and work in academia, or as Alex said, are, are psychiatrists. And we're going to have a guest on the show soon who's like a triple threat. He's like rocking all shit. He's a GP and a psychiatrist and has ADHD. So clearly, you know, you can have a really good education, which you would need to have for those two roles, and have ADHD. It kind of ignores the subtleties of the of the disorder, you know, that, that some of us will get a good education and get a good job. And this myth that you can't do either of those two is is damaging because what it often ends up leading to is people not getting a diagnosis. Because if they haven't got that support network, if they don't know that there are resources out there and they go to their GP and they're told, no, you can't be ADHD, you know, you're a you're a, a you know a VP of a big company. You know, you're, you're a university professor, you're a, you're a doctor, you'd think the doctor would know, um, then they, they might walk away and think, well, okay, well, it's just anxiety or it's, it's something else, and then spend years, you know, with the wrong medication, the wrong treatment. We know that ADHD can hide all the different ways in which it manifests, <clears throat> and it can be anything but stereotypical in intelligent and highly functioning individuals, and therefore, it, like I say, it's not a... Uh, I've forgotten the word, fuck it. It's not, um, it's not guaranteed that because of having ADHD, you won't have a successful um, education. There is evidence, as Alex kind of briefly mentioned earlier, on average, that there are poorer educational outcomes for people with ADHD. And if you look at some of the statistics, people with ADHD are around twice as likely not to have graduated from high school on time. A lot of this is American data, by the way. Um, and that's compared to, sorry, that's after adjusting for other psychiatric disorders they might have. Children with ADHD are around three times as likely as, as kind of typically developing children to have low educational achievement. But all of this is on average. And if you, <clears throat> I can't draw this out for you, if you look at the way in which science works when they work out an average, normal distribution would be a, a bell shape and the middle bit, that's the average bit. So those are the people who 
would do, um, or the mean. Like Alex, why are you pulling a face, Alex? It's rare that psychoeducation bores me. Because <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> you can't hear it when you're saying it. But there'll be people at extremes. There'll be people that have a really poor education and people that have a good education because we're not all the average. Alex is bang average, obviously. Look at him, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Thank you. But some, but some of us will be at the extremes of that and therefore really well-educated or, or, you know, will have suffered a really poor education. Right, that's me done, thanks. Christ. What was I going to say? Loads of things, and I should have, I should have oh, written God. them down. Oh, yeah, I was going to say, I wonder if it's kind of if some of it's based on reward. Like I, I never do well at education because I don't get any reward from it. And maybe if yep. you if you do, you get some sort of reward for it, so you can do better. Maybe I like- don't know. In, in the education system, that ADHD-friendly education is based on exactly that. It's based on interaction rather than just listening. And it's based on uh, being able to sort of please external validation from a from an authority figure that is worth, you know, worth pleasing, that's, that's trustworthy and gives positive affirmation. So if you can, you have to ask, get them to run around a bit. You have to get us to answer questions rather than just listen. And you have to be worth, you know, you have to be the person that's worth teaching me yeah 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 i i was i was speaking to one of my psychiatrist friends who has adhd about his education and he said when he was at school um and his parents had high expectations for him he he really struggled in a lot of subjects art he loved and did really well in and would you know focus on and really work but a lot of the other subjects it was the typical kind of daydreaming not paying attention not being able to hand in homework on time because difficult to engage with but when he got to university and studied a subject that actually he was really interested in it's almost like a light bulb moment and then he could really study and take the information in and as you've said in an education system which is quite rigid and, and teaches you stuff like you know the kings and queens um, during the 17th century al that's fucking useless for life, it might not be rewarding and alongside the core symptoms of you know, inability to, to pay attention and hyperactivity, that would have an impact on your education. It's funny, though, just... isn't it? it's, it's funny to say that, and yet that's how our entire democracy started with the 17th century <laughs> uh, change to Hanover. Uh, it just seems like a weird... I, I'm not bothered. I'm just saying it's a funny thing to say. I'm not <laughs> I was just wondering as well out loud in my head I wonder if something that might feed into this is part of the diagnosis that you've got to be failing in in two areas of your life so maybe then it's seen that you can't have ADHD if you're not failing at work or in education and maybe that's what feeds into the myth a bit yeah we be careful it's not failing though it's it's having a deleterious effect so it could be even if you're winning it hurts oh it's failing for me (laughs) <laughs> it, it, it has to it has to have a, it has to have a moderate impact on at least two domains of life if right. you want to use the the the, the, the dsm5 um definition and that's what i, I, don't, I think I, don't. <laughs> I think sam actually makes it quite a good point there actually is is that really? when we talked about this when alex told me eight years ago you're more adhd than me i wouldn't have been diagnosed because adhd was not having a moderate impact yeah. on two domains of my life and yet i had adhd and this is because it's a lifelong neurodevelopmental disorder. I didn't suddenly develop it two years ago. Yeah. I've always had it. And looking back, I can see that. Uh, <laughs> fuck off, Connor. I reckon you would have been, mate. I just don't, th- honestly don't think you realised. Uh, you're self-aware. How, how, how shit my life was. 
<laughs> Everyone no, else how is much looking at you. On you. Yeah. Yeah, no, I but I think it's yeah. the same for me. Until I started, until I was perimenopausal, I think I coped really well. Um, <laughs> actually, <laughs> Sorry, how, so that. Just, yeah, just 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 to recap our marriage, uh, Mrs. ADHD. <laughs> how many flights before you even considered ADHD did we book on the wrong day or miss? And how many hobbies? How many, yeah, how many jobs have did you have in like yeah, a 10 okay. year period? How many hobbies did you start? Remember, yeah. do, you paint, do you remember painting, Sam? Do you remember painting when you when you decided you wanted you bought some canvases and all the painting stuff? <laughs> Easel. Paint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and guys, remember at least all of our self-esteem was fine, wasn't it? Oh yeah, <laughs> quite massively. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah, but I was getting on with it. It didn't I I, I could cope. I was functioning until really the perimenopause. Right? And, uh, yeah, yeah maybe I wasn't actually. Scrap all that. You yeah, can edit well, that out, yeah, can't you? Yeah, no, no, no. I'm not going to edit any of that out. <laughs> um, but I am going to bring this to a close because I'm oh. just fucking. I'm so frustrated working with you two. It's bad enough having to work with Alex, and I've got a feeling that Sam, you're going to be on this podcast more, and it's not going to help my mental health. I'll be honest, because trying oh. to to herd so sweet, corral, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> trying to herd or corral you two before during and after a podcast is very challenging for anybody let alone somebody whose brain is as shit as mine so thank you both for You're being welcome. on the podcast that you were involved with anyway okay now that was episode that was episode 51 of the adhd adults podcast where we hopefully busted some myths about adhd or, or not whatever um we're going to carry on and we're going to have an extra episode this week lucky Yay. me more time with Alex and Mrs. ADHD. That's just thrilling me. Before we piss off, can we take a moment to mention and, if you like, relaunch our online community on Discord? Mm. So there's a link, at least on, on our Instagram bio. I don't know if there is on Twitter, Alex. Well, I'll tweet um, and re I'll, re I'll pin it. Yeah. So, so we have a, an online community on Discord that probably has just under 400 people on it. And we've exactly, we've already heard from so many people that it's, it's, I wouldn't say change their lives, but given them a, a sense of community, a sense of feeling. So please, if you want to be part of that online community, um, we've got uh, now our first real char charity volunteers, Craig, Paul, and last of all, Raphael, who are helping us actually make Discord work because helping, they're shit I think they're just doing it all. Yeah, they're doing, yeah, they're, they're doing it all. They're doing it all, obviously. No um, so, they're, so they're making it less messy. They're making it more available for people that don't want to have um, notifications every 30 seconds when somebody posts something. So it, it will be a bit more user-friendly, largely because they know what the fuck they're doing and we don't. Yeah. So join us Thanks. on Discord. Um, and it's lovely on there. Everybody's so sorry. Yeah, everybody's so lovely i feel i've said before i feel like i'm a mother for the first time i love everyone so yeah. much carry on and just for the people listening on discord i just got a quick woo, <laughs> which is oh. <laughs> it's just when I'm, I'm donald ducking it it's something like i hate it men wake naked from the waist down with a t-shirt <laughs> on and he always tries me to get me to look at it by walking in and going waving it around so people on discord will have had video evidence of that not of the well not of my cock obviously to follow maybe yeah. join up and see <laughs> or don't really although really don't. You, you can borrow my telescopic lens if you want <laughs> microscope no yeah. that's a magnifying glass oh, jesus Sorry. christ jesus christ help me Sorry. jesus help me um 
as usual, thank God this is over. As usual, if you enjoyed this, first of all, what is wrong with you? Yeah. And but secondly, um, if you'd like to support the show, we talked about donations earlier. Obviously, we are a charity. Now we have a bank account, guys. After I ranted in whichever episode it was, square pegging, um, all of a sudden we got we got a bank account. So I don't know they were listening, but still. Um, but you can support the show on the, the link uh, on the podcast episode. If you don't, Alex is going to have to start charging, renting out his head to Premier League football clubs so that their footballers can practice their keepy uppy. Um, so, uh, Alex, goodbye. Hopefully forever. Bye. Hello, uh, Sam. See you later. Yeah, I'll see you in a bit. Fab. So contact us on socials if you want to get in touch and speak to us. That's at ADHD Adult UK. We will see you on Thursday, I think. Bye all. You forgot Bye. the game. Oh <laughs> no, no, yeah. So hang on. Oh, fuck. The, carry on. It's oh, not I'm it's going not, through a tunnel. It's it's not that we forgot the game. I thought it'd be interesting for Sam to do the game. Sam forgot the game. Um now I've got loads of things I've forgotten this week. I just need to choose one and put it in the right, list. I'm going. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>